you could get punch drunk over claims of harassment and hateful content. Creators having their channels demonetized and banned. Seemingly excessively conservative. And we discussed community guidelines and what harassment and hate content should actually be defined as and uh, op and what our options are should YouTube decide to eliminate specific views from their platform. All this and more on Domversations. trying to listen to the two that I posted but couldn't hear because the audio was super crappy. It's been a fair while since I tried to do a podcast and I didn't do it right. it was muddled and unintelligible so hopefully this will be, be better that said let's get started That is the YouTube bot's free speech, what qualifies as harassment, hate, dumpster fire that everybody seems to want to have a show about and has just been going. Yeah, seriously, it give a it could give you a, 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 a neck or finger cramp whip or even maybe whiplash just to try and keep up with everything that's been going on the last couple days with the, the uh, uh, Crowder tag hashtag block that apocalypse of what happened is Carlos Mata, who is the one of the main guys at Vox, if not the lead guy, got offended and felt quote-unquote 
harassed by Crowder for making fun of his sexual orientation in a mocking and insulting way. Now, people have gone back and forth at debating as to whether or not it was meant as a mean meant as the uh, mean-spirited insult, or I don't want to get into that, so that's, we want to try to stick to a very simple fact, the facts from my understanding, as I try to un unravel this. So, what seems to be coming out of this is that it was never truly solely about Maza feeling harassed or insulted because the truth of it is whether or not he did the results of the actions that he took have now occurred, so it's not exactly irrelevant, but it's not in the case of the conversation that I want to have here as relevant. So, Carlos Maza got upset. and complained to YouTube about being harassed. Now, to me, and I think to many, not all harassment is inherently, what I'm going to phrase, bad harassment. Sure, many of us can remember with family or friends the good natured harassment that's meant to be slight mocking and ribbing that nobody necessarily really takes any extremeness offense to, or maybe even not even take offense to it at all. And a lot of times that's a comedic device that's used. It's, I term it self-deprecating humor. It's not sure if that's the actual term that everybody at the comedy business uses, but that is sometimes what comics do, is they will, you know, mock themselves in that way. real question to my mind again to me harassment is two things one is the good nature fun and don't take it 
take it with a at least a grain, if not a couple grains of salt because it's not intended in any spirit or even necessarily a derogatory spirit or an insulting spirit. I think when it is, is if someone says something in that first part of the definition of harassment and you get maybe hurt or offended by it. And here's the thing where in our culture I think we've forgotten how to act as adults and actually have conversations with each other is, you know, if my family member or friend said something that would not in a good natured or even a bad natured way of harassment, I pull, pull them aside and some, try to pull them aside friendly and in email or phone call and in person chat and ask not to do it again, explain, try to explain why it was offensive, I mean, you don't always have to, but I think that it's always a good idea to try is to be clear about what the issue is and not just say don't do it because it doesn't clarify doesn't really clarify any reason and then if basically come to an agreement about how something's supposed to be said in reference to that you think that it was funny but it's not to me it's an insult and hurtful then you and Crowder could have a conversation about okay well let's make an agreement on what things I can say when I'm talking about you.
happened over the last couple of days is YouTube's gotten, I think, a bit punch drunk. I think they reacted too quickly and extremely. Again, this is a place that there's going to be debate and disagreement. That's fine by me. But they posted a new posted a new policy about hate speech slash harassment and I am going to read the one that I've seen for you guys and maybe pull out a couple of examples of why it might not work very well. It says, quote, hate speech is not allowed on YouTube. When you move content promoting violence or hatred against individuals or groups based on any of the following attributes, age, caste, disability, ethnicity, gender identity, nationality, race, immigration status, religion, sex slash gender, sexual orientation, victims of a major violent event and they can or veteran status. Now, in my mind, I took one look at that and realized some of it didn't make the list, but I'm sure now that YouTube has repented and entered the light of what some people on the right, like them here, like to call the woke scold. things like political affiliation. Now, one of the examples that I have in my head is if a YouTube creator or channel puts up a video of someone being physically uh, assaulted like uh, for instance, the video of Michael J. Knowles being, I think it was Michael J. Knowles being assaulted by a guy when he was talking to a group of students on a campus in order to catch the person who did it. Or the video that showed up of a conservative student on campus at, I think it was, University Berkeley that was assaulted. Is that now going to be considered promoting violence and hatred? It 
this is the problem with having a policy that, while it seems to be incredibly specific, is also incredibly vague. It, it doesn't it doesn't do enough. secondary problem is when it's unclear and you rely on the monetization of the advertisers on YouTube to make your living, how do you know how can you trust that you're going to be able to do that now? You, you can't. It's not, again, it's not specific enough. And this is the case of if YouTube's a platform, while they are allowed to monitor our, our allowed to, to some extent do what they want with it, but at the same time, once you start censoring, eliminating, or banning content, you're no longer an open platform. there's a lot of people, in fact, I know from seeing many, 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 many tweets that there are a lot of people who are going to fight to the bare end to stay on YouTube in order to be able to have their views and their content. That said, if that battle is lost, and content, especially as I think in my mind of the political nature of the conservative content is booted and banned, it needs a place to go. My call to action as a podcast creator is to everyone that we need you. We need website builders, coders, uh, people who are good, attorn good attorneys, who, who people who are are good with language to build a platform 
better in its treatment of things as far as the content and how certain content is dealt in its terms. And matter of fact, that's a good transition because I have some snippets of thoughts of uh, potential stuff that could be in senior guidelines. Again, I'm not a, a lawyer. I don't how best to term it, but I will read you an example of snippets of things of what a more specific community guideline agreement could potentially look like. Welcome to the platform. Any and all content is welcome. That said, freedom of speech does not mean freedom from consequence. If your content is in violation of community guidelines, it may be subjected to minimally a temporary blocking or removal while being reviewed until the issue is resolved, after which it will either become available again or permanently taken off the platform. We strongly suggest each creator do everything they can to analyze and moderate their own content. If it contains cursing or potential pornographic images or images of violence, it must be limited to audiences over 18, and the audience must be warned before images or videos are going to be displayed. And here is a snippet of I think that would be a good idea on some expression of the policy of hate speech. Under community guidelines, hate speech is any written video or auto commentary specifically targeting a person or group with a quote-unquote, call to action. Active incitement of actions including doxing, flagging campaigns, stalking, physical assault, suggestions of self-harm to themselves or others, or damage of property. Any member creator found doing this will be summarily banned from the platform. Creators are strongly encouraged to actively tell their followings not to engage in the aforementioned sorts of actions, and the creators of the content as well as the site are not liable for these sorts of actions taken by an outside party. You can have a harassment policy. We just talked a, a little bit about this already. I think it's easier to moderate and deal with harassment in those with people versus 
nothing nothing to do. It's not say one's more important inherently than the other. I'm simply saying you need a policy specifically for harassment of a person and harassment of a group. You need a policy that deals with both and they're separate. But part of a complete policy is this. If it's this, this is how if it's a group, this is how we deal with it. If it's an individual, this is how we deal with it. The idea is to be be very specific, but also to be as fair as possible to allow for as much content as possible, as many views as possible, and also creating a space where people feel welcome, that they can express their 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 views, their opinions, their ideas. I don't want to say safe space, that it will be uh, to say it's a relatively safe space because I think that concept gets very murky very quickly. But I I do think of that what I would define as a safe space is where I feel safe that I am not going to be unfairly targeted, removed, or restricted simply because I have a view or opinion that might be controversial or offensive or any number of things I could throw into there. I also think that if there's a platform built like this, that there should be a well-worded disclaimer agreement that people can click I agree or disagree. No, I shouldn't even say I disagree. That to say I agree in order to access the site. The site is open, but the disclaimer allows a chance to explain A lot of the different things as far as the, the content and that it could potentially, like, you know, basically, I agree to act like a reasonable person. It's like, if I find something offensive or that I disagree with, I'm going to act like a, a mature person. I'm going to try and have a, a discussion or a debate, or I'm going to try and contact the creator, and you know, we're going to try and act like adults and come to a, a compromise and a consensus. And then if a 
creator and our viewer cannot or do not come to a consensus of the central bias, which is why I think faith should be, like, I think I would have an, like an email record or something because if it's just a verbal agreement, there's room for plausible deniability. That's why you need a very... Then that's when the quote-unquote platform administration team can come in and take a fair, unbiased, and useful look at it and come to a conclusion which they then both parties explaining why they came to that decision. The idea the idea of it being fair is not necessarily gonna make everyone happy because sometimes the person who Ruled against in a complaint is just going to believe that it's not fair. But the idea is that you do the best job that you can. That's why I have this crazy notion. So the next part of addressing the hypothetical platform building is monetization. The ability to make a living doing something that you're passionate about or that you're good at, I should say, and or that you're good at. Um, I think that uh, posting content should be free. I think uh, something that would be reasonable would be that the tech support and whatever here in the uh, administration and slash enforcement team should possibly get a cut of any revenue that comes in either from independent funding or uh, other advertisers. Because it does cost something to keep uh, a website up and running updated, the, the servers working properly, uh, 
battles that will inevitably come up. Uh, I think anyone can, can start for free and then become uh, a, a paid creator through the advertisement of companies. That's a good thing. I think uh, independent funding through people for specialized content or both is probably better. And by most I mean merchandise or in case anybody out there has been hiding under a blank rock. from a platform just to just because of people who feel a need to have their specific needs handed to is honestly stupid. It's not it's not basic denial of American principles and how society and being social among ourselves should look in general. There should be room for different ideas and for disagreement and debate. And one of the great things about justified to enforce their own worldview or their own morality, their own narrative. But if you
not ever really going to be a completely full church. If you're looking for your... If you're not interested in exposure or different ideas or willing to or want willing or wanting to change your, your mind or your guilty or broaden your thinking no one forces anyone no one should be forcing anyone no one is to view material with which you disagree. That is a personal choice. So be an adult. Take some responsibility. If you just want to be to go to sites or be on sites that reaffirm your views, your morals, your ideas of the world. Go find one. Go build one. Leave the rest of us alone. capable? Are you willing? If you have a view, something that you're passionate about, something that you can process through and explain or work out, get together and have these discussions, these debates, these articles, these videos, these podcasts. Let's, let's build this platform where marketplace of ideas is not only welcome, it's embraced. And you don't have to worry about 
the idea of being silent in the name of political correctness or hypocrisy of a, a political party or just as activists or whatever. Let's do it. Because if we don't, we are headed for a very, very bad version of America that will not be recognizable. Alright, so I have some last thoughts. Because there's a few things that I haven't gotten to yet. The monetization is not a bad thing. Um, we have to realize the end goal, the full extent of this systematic move to eliminate particular content which is why it's so important to have a place for the content to protect the content and if you're someone who has monetized content to make it as cheap as feasibly possible for people to access it. To expand the reach, to expand the exposure, to reach the minds and hearts of people. They are seeking actively Not to create a marketplace of ideas, but a unilaterally imposed dialogue, a unilaterally opposed, uh, imposed narrative. Propo to, pr to promote a particular ideology. propagandize it, to create a generation to create a culture that doesn't indoctrinated to believe a certain set of ideas of moral values of code of conduct that 
that's what we're fighting against. We are fighting against a pervasive ideology. that is systematically and systemically destroying everything that makes and that has made America one of the greatest nations to have existed in all of history. Because we have taken the guardrails off by attacking each other. founders would have wanted. This is not what they designed. It's just not. And to suggest that what we have now is the design and intent is I think wholly inaccurate. There there I think they're trying to play both sides. It's silly. doesn't work. They're being hypocritical. A lot of people are being hypocritical. They're being, they're, they're, they're having double standards. Instead of engaging, engaging in honest debate over ideas or views, they're simply throwing out labels and actively working to undermine and discredit people because they're not actually interested
in that is having that marketplace of ideas, that discussion, those different views, those debates. They're interested in one thing and one thing only. The power. And they'll take it however they can. government and principle and morality and rights and whatever that may be going on. Because there are people in government that are telling people what they want to hear. other people's rights. They're creating a monster that is going to kill itself by eating itself from the inside out. idea of America to survive and pass on to the next generation. We need to be continually vigilant to continually fight and the principles that created it and made it 